Welcome to the Business Design Podcast. I am Dr. Kent. And I am Randy Baker. And for the Business Design Podcast, we scour the earth's length and breadth and depth to find interesting folk who bring interesting ideas and have interesting businesses. I'm curious about the depth part. I guess we're, we're scouring the earth's depths for our we guests. Are. We're, we're yeah. digging deep, man. So it was really fun to talk to uh, Milan Milic today, who we, we've known for a little while. And what I love about these interviews is that um, we're not just interviewing folks who have been interviewed a thousand times and give us the stock answers and this and that. And you'll see with Milan that we're kind of just pulling one layer off at a time. It's really interesting, especially to listen for how a solo entrepreneur describes the magic that they do for a living. So Milan is perhaps one of the most genuine people you could ever come across. And we discover in this interview just how genuine he is because sometimes he simply doesn't seem to know the answer. And that's okay. He, like everybody else, is searching. So uh, let's go to the interview. Milan Milic. Hi, Milan. Been a little while since we talked. Yes. We've done some great work together in the past, and I just kind of want to start out my favorite, you know what my favorite story is of yours, to tell us kind of how you ended up, I guess, hustling in Central Park in New York, mm. what it was like kind of growing up in a, a war-torn region, and um, kind of what you're doing now. Mm. Thank you. Hi, Kent. Hi, Randy. Thank you for having me today. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's always lovely to see two of you. So, yeah, New, New York City and, and hustling in, in Central Park for me came as a, as a surprise without, without a plan. Uh, I ended up in New York City as a student, as a law student, first for the first time. And I ended up in New York City kind of without a planned job with a friend of mine who didn't speak any any English. And one step at a time, we we noticed these guys on pedicabs. And it seemed like something that we could do. And then little by little, we ended up uh, working that summer. And then uh, later on, I just when I went back to US, I ended up just uh, selling on the street. So I stopped actually doing those tours and I just ended up communicating with people and, and connecting with them and just the diversity of the, of the people in New York City and the, the atmosphere was really fascinating for me and it really taught me, taught me a lot about the people and opened a lot of opportunities for me and actually kind of self-knowledge, getting to know myself. And that led little by little to what I'm uh, mostly doing right now. And that's uh, counseling alternative therapy with with people on various, uh, <laughs> various topics and various issues where I approach the issue in in pretty much every situation in a, in a similar way, be that a personal matter or, or something related to work. Because over the years, I've been just noticing and through the experience, I've been noticing the, the uh, same patterns that people are going through and same, uh, same problems that they've been 
experiencing. So I find that that can be a, applied with success in, in various situations. So Milan, I want to go back to New York for a little, mm-hmm. little longer. New York is loud, it's bustling, it's noisy, it's full of people trying to sell stuff. How did you become head and shoulders above other people so that you were noticed? Um, is it because you've got a loud voice, because you're really kind of mild. Mm. So how did you how did you differentiate yourself in amongst all that hustle and bustle? Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great that's a great question. I mean, I I am pretty mild, but also people do experience me. I'm I'm pretty tall, and I come from a country that's kind of aggressive, and people are kind of in your face and very loud. So a lot of people actually experiences me as as aggressive or as loud. At least in the past, it was much more like that, but. What I found to work the best for me on the streets of New York is patience and uh, <laughs> being just being myself and not uh, not trying to hustle. <laughs> it's a hustle, but not try to convince people that are not interested in connecting with me, but just being patient and waiting for the people where there is a flow in, in communication and uh, it's just it's just easy so now you talked about flow mm-hmm. so that's that's i think the key word here so you you studied electricity mm-hmm. way back when mm-hmm. and then in new york i know that you did a lot of this work with people you were finding the flow in terms of sales but then you also did some kind of out there energy work mm-hmm. and now the the work you're doing has a lot to do with that right it's mm-hmm. about flow and energy and absolutely absolutely so um what does that mean yes i would say one part of it is uh, compatibility but then uh, there there is a, uh, this thing of where since i was very young i could uh, see in, in and i'm jumping a little bit around with this but i could uh, notice where people have uh, problems in their body i could find identify the knots identify the the troubled places very very easily and then how that relates to talking to to the people on the streets is that i could right away see where with with which people i'm not going to have a good communication I could recognize that. And over time, with the experience, I would just learn to let it go, not to try to force interactions where there is a blockage from either of the sides. Sometimes, obviously, it it would be, problem would be on my side, but I could just sense, observe, let's say, where the flow is is not present and I would just let, let that go. And then on the other hand, with the people where there is a good communication, it would just go easy. I wouldn't even, uh, I would end up not even selling them. It wouldn't be a sale. I wouldn't have to convince them or persuade them into anything. It would just go, it would just go very easy. I hope that answers your question. Somewhat. Yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of go into, I think you have a unique experience uh, in viewing business from the outside, almost from 
yeah, hovering above it in a, in in some ways. Mm-hmm. But the challenge that most sort of healers have is that it's hard to charge for something that is intangible. I'm curious, you know, a lot of folks who listen to this are, are maybe coaches or uh, people trying to make uh, you know solo solopreneurship work. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you how do you sell and how do you charge for something that that is about you know, exchange of energy, change of mindset, things that are very intangible. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, it's it's case by case, and uh, de- really depends on the on the situation when it comes to the how to charge and how how do I sell it. I would say very often is a it's a sort of a demonstration where. We would have a call and perhaps just talk about something that's on the surface, some specific problem, some specific issue that's on the surface and through demonstrating how I can be useful to them and how my insight and my experience can can be of help to them. And then on the other hand, a lot of it is uh, by, by, by recommendation where people that already worked with me, they share that and somebody else get in contact with me but it is it is a fairly it is a fairly vague uh, service let's say and the way that i help people but uh, how i often uh, try to bring it closer and bring it to more uh, material world to more grounded uh, point of view is uh, comparing it with uh, with a physical body so the same way that I uh, look at the, the physical body and how in a physical body, different uh, parts, different organs, different energetic areas represent certain things. And so the, the issues also are going to be of similar nature. Uh, that, that is the way that I can look at the different types of bodies, meaning business, because uh, business or organization also is a form of a, of an entity of a body and it also it will have pretty much similar same functions like a human physical body and uh, my ability to uh, recognize the knot the, the the tension part and find the root of it just over first through observation then over through my experience and then the last part is my my actual knowledge and education in the in the area can be very, very valuable. It is not a comfortable <laughs> process most often, because when you go to the to the knot, to the to the painful area, it will be, it has to be uncomfortable for for a for a certain period of time. But it results in a in a liberation and uh, in release basically, and it it brings us to more of what we are. So I'm going to get make you a little bit uncomfortable, mm, Milan. Mm, please do. <laughs> with with forty plus years of business experience, one of the things that I have learned is that your business model is key to your success. Mm. So, firstly, I'd like to understand your business model, and secondly, the other part that is key to success is being able to understand what your client needs right now and being able to explain to them what that solution is and why you can 
why you are the best person to provide it. So both of those I'd like to understand. So it's uh, the, the business model part is not uh, completely fixed in, in, in my case, but uh, let's say ongoing, ongoing work uh, and meaning uh, working with an individual, even if they are part of the organization and if they need something that's related to their organization, it would be one-on-one work and the uh, ideal situation is an ongoing work, meaning couple of months at least. And then the, the other part, can you please just <laughs> just remind me how can how do I how can I help them or can you tell me what exactly can I do for them? Yes, how, how do you identify their specific problem and and show them how yes. you are the best person mm-hmm. to solve it? Mm-hmm. So the process usually goes we can we can start pretty much from from any point, meaning from whatever is on the surface, from whatever they might be dealing with in their personal or professional life. And uh, through observation, as as I mentioned earlier, uh, the insight, observation, ability to kind of to sense, to feel is my number one thing. So I just listen, observe and uh, work as a next step with that information, with what I can extract based on my experience and on the on the techniques, different techniques and approaches that, that I work with. So the, the main or the most valuable aspect of what I can contribute, uh, I would have to say would be uh, that I can that I can help them access of what is actually going on. So help them get to the to the bottom of it and that goes um, even if it's a professional matter that will most likely go to the quite uh, personal psychological aspects and working on maybe addressing also aspects with the if something is happening with their with their body if something is like psychosomatically manifested in their body so we go step so would you say you're kind of a, a healer or a coach? I would say probably both and at the same time, neither. So what I think is so interesting, Milan, is that from knowing you as well, I think words fail you because words don't describe what you do. So in that case, kind of set all of that down, in my opinion, and look at it from above and say, so what is it that I do and for whom? What's the simplest thing? Because what you said there at the end was perfect, right? It was saying, okay, Schrodinger's cat. It's both alive and dead. You know, the the energy molecule is there Mm -hmm. and it's not there. Yeah, sure, I'm a coach, but I'm also not a coach. So I think coming up with an alternative vocabulary almost would be really meaningful to kind of sit down and figure out what is it that I I do that's different and then owning Mm -hmm. it because I think Mm -hmm. you are... You've had a ton of energy and healing training, but you also had a ton mm-hmm. of business experience and hustle and sales and Central Park and all those things. So see if you can come up with your own vocabulary around it to describe what you're doing. You know, a coach will say, oh, we're removing mm-hmm. the blocks. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't use those words because that's what coaches use. But what is it that you're doing with, with people? And most importantly, this is Randy's approach, most importantly, how will they walk away different? Mm-hmm. 
just to add to continue on onto that uh, part of it or you know it does sound a little bit again everything sounds a little bit abstract even though i i think that it's pretty grounded pretty real real stuff and very very useful I would say it's um almost a oracle <laughs> type of a person for for established people and why would i say established people because uh, most likely and what i mean by that i mean some success and maturity in them and uh, again i would say the most valuable thing would be identifying helping them uh, release the the nuts and most important most valuable is to take uh, help them take accountability where they are not taking it so again to go back to the body work because that's i'm doing i've, I've been doing body work for probably 20 years at least i've never done a rela- like a relaxation massage <laughs> type of massage so every time i would work with somebody i would just go to the painful places so and thank you that helps me very much as well so you're the kind of masseuse that I hate because uh, <laughs> because you always hurt. <laughs> yes, but but it's better so, afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's very funny. I I went to a uh, I had a very long sports massage a couple of months ago, and um, virtually everywhere the masseuse press hurt. Hmm. And then at the end of it, they're wanting their money. I'm going, really? <laughs> you just spent 90 minutes beating me black and blue, and now you want to get paid for it. You know? So, um, yeah, interesting. But I like, I think that's a direction for you there, Milan, is to dive into the the knots. And it's clear, you know, for, for people who kind of tend to be oracles or people who can see into the future and, you know, in a very practical way, which, you know, I can see into mm-hmm. the, the future of certain things pretty well. I don't know if it's going to be true or not, but I think that poking on the knots, you know, like aiming for the, because the, you can very easily say, well, I'm the masseuse that sticks my elbow into <laughs> your shoulder blade. <laughs> and and that's the same thing I'm going to do in your mind, mm-hmm. in your work, in your life, in the balance you might call me an oracle. I'm not. I'm just putting my elbow into those knots. And that's how you'll get a better future. You know. So I think using your own language around muscles mm-hmm. and body and all of that, which we understand, and then using that as an example for what you do for, for mm-hmm. minds. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Kent. But it's really tricky with solo entrepreneurs, particularly healers and coaches and it's very tricky to differentiate yourself in a marketplace without just saying, oh, uh, you'll see, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, because that's the... <laughs> trust me. Trust me. you got to feel better. <laughs> just trust me. It's really, really hard. Thank you so much for, for that, Milan. Um, we like to keep these short and sweet. and Wonderful. Where can people find you if they wish to get their, your elbow pressed into their knots and they want to get hurt? Yeah, I think that the, the best place is, is LinkedIn and, and we, 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 they can message me and we can take it from there, get on a call, and <laughs> they can see if they would like to <laughs> do more. All right. Thank you so much for talking with us. 
Thank you, Milan. We really appreciate the time you took to spend with us today. And it's always refreshing to speak to somebody who doesn't pretend that they know it all, who doesn't pretend to have all the answers, and just is willing to look deep inside themselves to find out what it's all about. Yeah, and I, I think the world needs uh, healers uh, who are also uh, business people. And I think that's a you know, marketplace and uh, a space that, that you're entering into Milan, which is neat. I think that, Randy, we, we do some kind of positive energy with people sometimes, but uh, if you'd like to at least um, kind of get a little buzz going off of what we do with people, you can come to our website. And that website is thoughtpartnergroup.com. And in the top right-hand corner, you'll see a little button. I think it says free assessment. Click on that. Spend about a minute of your time. Don't overthink this. And we'll spend a minute of our time and get back to you with some interesting results. Now, if you end up on the wrong website and hit the wrong button, that's okay. Go with it. Do whatever that button says, and you might end up, um, I don't know, embarking on a whole new adventure in life. Yes, never be scared to try something new. So try something new and subscribe to our, our podcast. That'd be awesome. Or go ahead and subscribe to anyone else's podcast and see what happens. Thanks for your time. We appreciate you listening.